This is Pastor D.R.E. on the MIC, and I hope that you are having a blessed day on today. I want to just tell you that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter who's against you, if God is for you, no one can come against you. No one will be able to defeat you. For the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. That's just something I want to put in your ear. But listen, I want to take you back a couple weeks to uh, a service that we had. It was actually a men's service that we had a few weeks ago, uh, right before Valentine's Day. And I was pondering uh, whether to put this on uh, the podcast, but you know, I believe that God not only wants your spirit right, but he is concerned about you as a man or a woman. And he is also concerned about families. And it is very important that we speak to families and speak to the issues that may be going on that we may be dealing with. So on this, on this, in this service that was really geared towards men, we spoke about intimacy intimacy and what it is and and how a lot of times you know we as men we crave intimacy we just don't know what to call it we don't even realize that's what we want it's not something that's feminine and it should not be foreign to men we talked about intimacy and I, I hope this message blesses you now it is not one of those services that we traveled a lot through the Bible, but we really just had a man-to-man talk, and we actually let some of our wives drop in on the uh, on the information. So sit back, uh, get your popcorn, listen to it. I hope that it blesses you, but I'll be back after you hear this, okay? Pastor, I think she has Dre on there. This is Pastor Dre joining you on tonight, a uh, special night on tonight. And tonight we're just going to have a little man talk on tonight. I hope you came ready to hear the word. But I invite also uh, ladies to listen up, you know, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of women don't know what's going on, you know, why their man is acting the way that they're acting or or what they're thinking or, or what they're dealing with. And so just something to kind of put in your ear on tonight. And so I hope that you are blessed. Before we go into this, as always, even though this is a special night and even though we're talking uh, to men on tonight, we're just going to have a moment of prayer and we'll get right into it. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight. Lord, I thank you for your word being relevant on tonight. I thank you that your word should not fall on deaf ears, oh God. I thank you that everybody under the sound of my voice shall get something out of tonight that will draw them closer to you, that will help them understand who they are that will help them, that will make them uh, uh, discover you and, and, and question themselves and, and come to you for the answers. Lord, we say that we are here for you on tonight. Even though we have a theme on tonight, we still say have your way. Oh, God, so that we can be the men and women of God that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. If you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 7. I'm sorry, Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, and we're going to be starting at verse 7. Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 7, and I, I don't have a lot of scriptures tonight. Uh, um, you know, this is one of these nights where I'm just going to really be just talking on tonight, but this is going to be our foundation. This is going to be our foundation. Hallelujah. I must admit on tonight, I am a little bit nervous as I was telling my son. I'm a little bit nervous because uh, uh, not that I'm I'm scared, um, but this is something that I'm very passionate about. Uh, a lot of times when God delivers you from certain things or, or helps you in certain ways, it becomes a passion. Uh, I hear a lot of people say that the thing that, that bothers you the most will often times be the thing that you are you are uh, uh, anointed to fix amen amen and so it, it is something that has been a passion of mine and and please by no uh, by no means do I say that I have all the answers only God has all the answers but hopefully on tonight I can I can lead you in the right way amen mark chapter 10 
We're going to be looking at verse 7. It says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife. And the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. What God has joined together, let no one separate. And so this is one of these scriptures that we look at a lot of times. A lot of times you might hear this scripture uh, uh, during a wedding ceremony. Uh, uh, a lot of times, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you might have the the you might have your wife quote you this scripture when they feel like they are being uh, 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 not heard or feel like that that they're not a uh, uh, priority in your life and you know they you know some people might use this this scripture to kind of throw off on you but it's it, it, it's a it's a true scripture let what what God has joined together let no one separate let no one separate. And so that means if God has joined you together, and I'm, I'm going to be talking to men on tonight. If God has joined you together uh, with your wife, uh, this is the woman you said that is your wife. This is the one that you said that God has given you. Then you should not let anything or anybody, any man or any woman, we talk about mankind as a whole, you should not let anything get between you and your wife. You should not let anything come between be, come between uh, your happy home that that should cause division in your home. You know, and the enemy wants you to have division. Let me just tell you up front the, the one of the, the the number one ways that uh, uh, the enemy attacks the man is causing division between him and his wife, causing division in his household. And so you have to make up your mind that no matter who they may be, I don't care whether it be mama or daddy or best friends, you know, your homies, whether it, whether it be the other chick, you know, that's trying to holler at you, you're not going to let anyone come between you and your wife. Notice the Bible did not say this, because this is how we think about it a lot of times when, when we hear that scripture. What God has joined together, no one can, can, can uh, put asunder or, or no one can, can break. No, someone can break it. Someone can cause division. It, it, it says in this scripture, it says, let no one, meaning the responsibility is on you. The responsibility is on you. Just because God put it together doesn't mean the enemy won't try to come separate you. He won't try to come tear it apart. And so you have the responsibility to say no. Oh, God. You, you, you have the responsibility to say no. I know she looked good. I, I, I know there's some things that you, you might want to do. And, 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 and sometimes, you know, it, it's funny because the enemy will always come uh, uh, when, when you don't really need him to come. Uh, uh, let, me, let me put it like this. You know, he, he don't come when, you know, y'all all lovey-dovey and, and everything else. No, he comes when there might be a little friction in, in the household. And so if there's a little friction, that little friction, is just a, a, a doorway. It's just a crack in the door to where he can come between y'all. He he doesn't play fair because he plays. He he comes against you when when you least expect it. When you when you're at your weakest. When when you're frustrated. That's when the enemy comes. But you need to be man enough to say no. You need to be man enough to say I will not let anyone or anything come between me and my wife. But here's the question I want to ask you on tonight. What if the person that is coming between you and your wife is you? It's not the man down the street. It's not family. It's, it's not anybody else. There's, there's, there's division because... It's you. And so we don't like to think about that. We don't, sometimes we don't even realize that the reason we might not be the happy house, the reason why we, not, we might not be uh, prospering the way we should or, 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 or living our best life is because we're the problem. So what I want to talk about on tonight is intimacy. 
I want to deal with intimacy on tonight. Right now, we are on, this is what, uh, February 11th? And, and we all know that Valentine's Day is a uh, Monday, but most people are going to uh, celebrate Valentine's Day this weekend. And we all know what that means. You you know, Valentine's Day, I call that, you know, that's the wife's day. That ain't got really nothing to do with the man, but that's the wife's day. So it's, it's the day that we're supposed to be showing our wives how much we love them and how much we adore them. And, and we make it all about them. We got to, we, you know, this is the day, Valentine's Day is when we have a, a hoopla. We just show them how much we appreciate them. By, by buying them flowers and, and, and buying a box of chocolates or, or, or making a, 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 a run to the jewelry store. Everybody likes jewelry. You know, I, I hear the commercial all the time, diamonds are forever, and, 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 and yes, they are, but sometimes that bill can be uh, as well. But, 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 you know, so you, you're, you're running to the jewelry store, you, 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 you're doing all the flowers. You know, some, some man out there might get a little creative and say, well, you know, I'm going to cook for her, and then I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a let her go on a shopping spree, and, and, and then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to uh, 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 get her a massage and everything. You know, I'm going to do it up because I don't want to be like any other man. I really want to show her how much I love her, how much I adore her. I, I want to leave no doubt in her mind that I am the man. Yes, Valentine's Day. This is the day when we we put our foot down and say, "I'm the man." You know, you 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 don't you you. I, I know you you you're so happy that you're with me, and 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 you're so happy. I'm showing you why you married me on today. This is Valentine's Day, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do right. And so and so even on Valentine's night, you know, it's not just about the gifts and everything, but now we're stretching and everything, and and we're planning on doing some things that we don't normally do. And that's all I can say right there. But we're we're, we're thinking about doing some things uh, we don't normally do. We got to really show out for Valentine's Day. But I wonder, I wonder, are you giving? The one thing many women want, and that is intimacy. That is intimacy for you to understand me. I like the gifts. I like the flowers. I like the chocolates. But are you giving me intimacy? I, I, I want intimacy. And so... When you ask people what is intimacy, if you ask the average person what is intimacy, they automatically think of sex. Sex. She says, I want intimacy. And so the mind goes to sex. And you know what's, what's so crazy about it? Because I was thinking about this all day long and, and on yesterday and, and, and the day before. And, and, and I've come to the conclusion that, you know, uh, as much as women say men don't understand, it's amazing how women are becoming more and more like men every day, not physically, but in their thinking. In their thinking. But but so when when you when you ask somebody if you ask somebody right now what is intimacy they might say sex and or or they might say a good night of sex you know it, you know uh, you, you you can watch uh, shows sometimes TV shows sometimes and and you know they'll say well girl how was it you know and we didn't have sex we we made love and 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 and, and so in their mind it's just a long drawn out time of sex and so the woman gets frustrated and she says I want intimacy and the man is thinking more sex I want intimacy better sex it's all about the physical with us a lot of times we don't really understand what she's asking for and, and so we, we can't fulfill that desire of hers for more intimacy. Here's, here's, a, here's a secret that most women may not understand or may not know, is that men desire intimacy as well. It's just we don't know what to call it. 
a lot of times. How y'all with me on tonight? We we don't we don't we don't know what to call it, so we 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 don't say intimacy. We we just say we 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 want something different. It's just it's not the same. It's this this relationship is missing something, and so because we identify a lot of us, some of us, because we identify uh, sex as intimacy, we say the, the the sex ain't right. Something just ain't right. And so you might hear something like, well, you know, they get in an argument and they say, well, all you do is lay there. Because he's wanting intimacy, but he don't know what to call it. You, you might hear something like, well, why I always got to initiate? And, and he's wanting intimacy, but he doesn't know what to call it. He just knows that there's something missing. And so a man will go out of his way sometimes to try to find out what that missing thing is. He'll go to another bed looking for what he's missing. He'll talk to old girl looking for what he's missing. He doesn't know what it is, but what it really is is intimacy. He wants he wants intimacy. And 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 so it, it's 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 amazing that we we have people who are who are craving intimacy, but we really don't know what it is. Let me let me let me put this Write this down if you're taking notes. Sex should be a byproduct of intimacy, not intimacy. Sex should be a byproduct of intimacy, not intimacy. If the only way you identify love or intimacy is by a physical interaction, you're, you're missing a whole lot. There's something missing. You're, you're missing a whole lot. So, so, so what is intimacy? Well, when we look at the, the, the definition in, in the dictionary, it says something of a personal or private nature, close. Familiarity, I can't even talk tonight. Or friendship. Closeness. But here's the definition that I like. Just put down definition two. It is mutual vulnerability, openness, and sharing. Mutual vulnerability openness and sharing when you met your wife you were you were in discovery mode and and you had the ability to be vulnerable open and sharing. If you didn't have all three, you at least had two. You 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 had to be at least two of those because now you're courting. You're in the courting process, and so you're discovering each other. You're discovering each other, and and, and so there there is something about her <coughs> that drew her to you, and, and so you're you're able to you you were. You were looking for that special someone, and so you, you were able to be, if not all three, two of them, or, or maybe just one of them, but you were in discovery mode to where you could be intimate. It was a courting process. It was discovery. But then after you get married, for some of us, We stop discovering. 
we we stop being intimate. We you 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 were all about her at one point, but then when you got her, things changed. And so we're going to talk a little bit about those three on tonight. I want you to write it down: vulnerability, openness, and sharing. So what is vulnerability or being vulnerable? It is susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Let me put it in a, in a way that you can understand. Being vulnerable is letting your guard down. Letting your guard down. When was the last time you was vulnerable with your wife? When, when was the last time you let your guard down with your wife? In other words, you, you allowed her to really see you, to, to really meet you. You, you, you allowed her to, to uh, come close to you. And, and, and you know, let, let's just be honest on tonight. A lot of men don't like to be vulnerable. I, I don't like to be vulnerable and, and because I, I, I don't like to lose. As I was talking, we was talking about this a little bit on Sunday when we was talking about worship. I don't like to be vulnerable because I don't like to lose control. I don't like to put myself out there to expose myself to allow you to get close to me because I'm not used to that role. Because in our truest nature, we are, we are protectors. Every man is, is supposed to be a protector. It is, it is natural for us to be a protector. We, we, we protect everything. We, we, are, we are raised, we are told to protect our family. We are told to protect our children, our wife. We are, we are told to protect at all costs. And so therefore, because we are, we are natural protectors, we have to uh, protect us. But, but here's the problem. As we're protecting us, uh, uh, ourselves, sometimes we, we put up a wall towards our wife. It, it's, I want you to get this image because if you're, if you're going to be a protector, that means you have this shield up. No one's getting past the shield, but sometimes you allow the shield to go up or the gate to go up and you left your wife out in the cold. Because you're a protector. And so if I'm a natural protector, uh, uh, then naturally I, I'm not going to let things get close to me. Now, I will protect you. I will be there for you. Isn't it funny how we can be there for our wives sometimes or be there for other people, but we won't allow people to be there for us? Hmm. But, but. You cannot let your wife or, or leave your wife out in the cold. Another, another definition for protect, it is to uh, keep safe from harm, to preserve, to preserve, to preserve, to preserve. I'm preserving myself. I, I, can't, I can't let nothing get close to me for the simple fact I don't want to be taken down by anything. But you cannot treat your wife like your enemy. Your, your wife is there to help you. Your, your wife is there to comfort you. Uh, ha have you allowed your wife into your, your little circle? Have you uh, allowed your wife to be there for you? Here's, what I, here, here's a question. How is your wife supposed to support you if you won't allow them to know you. Let me say that again. How is your wife supposed to support you if you won't allow your wife to know you?
and you're saying, you just don't understand me. Well, how is she supposed to understand you if you won't allow her to know you? You got your guard up. So she is, she is literally, she is literally loving you at a distance. Because you won't let her in. Because you got that barrier. Now let me say this as well. W women, uh, for those who are watching, you have to be careful because once a man let you in and, and you violate their trust or, or you damage them in some kind of way, then, then it's, it's, you're, you're not going to get another key. It's, it, once, you, once you damage a man, you're, you're not going to get another key. Because it's, it's, it's hard for a man to really, uh, uh, it's, it's hard for a man to be vulnerable to begin with. And the fact that I, I, had the, I had the strength, I had the courage to let you in, and then you hurt me. Your pen code won't work no more. So you have to be careful. You must understand that 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 if a man lets you in, that is that is monumental. That is valuable. So treasure it. Because you may not get another pen code. Now, now, fellas, I, I need you to understand something as well. Here's what we do a lot of times. Men and women, but I'm, since I'm talking to men on tonight, here's what we do a lot of times is that when we get hurt, we get hurt by old girl. And so because we were hurt by old girl or she did us wrong or she she was acting crazy, we don't allow the one who we say we love to get close to us. Never let another woman pay for somebody else's mistakes. Never let your wife pay for the mistakes of, of, of uh, a previous uh, a woman or, you know, whoever it may be. How many marriages are struggling right now? How many relationships that, that have the potential to turn into a marriage is struggling right now because the man can't let go of his past? Because he can't, he can't, he can't be vulnerable. Because he's, he's remembering what happened to him last time he let someone in. And, 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 and so I, I know women go through the same thing, but, but it's, it, it's, it's just hard for a man to, to be exposed, to be vulnerable. Because our instinct says protect. Are you allowing your, are, are you making your wife pay for previous or, or past relationships? And so you, you never let her know who you are. And as much as she want to help you, she can't know who you are. Number two, what it, it talks about openness, openness. Someone say openness. Openness is acknowledging or being candid about who I am. When you look up, look up the word in, in the dictionary, it says being frank. Listen, this, this, is, this is who I am. So, so vulnerable is I'm allowing you to come close to me. I'm allowing you to come close to me. I'm accepting what we have. Now, when I'm open with you, I'm going to tell you who I am. In other words, I'm going to communicate who I am. And, and, and a lot of men don't know how to talk, at least the previous generation, but, but, but we don't like to talk too much. And, and, and sometimes we don't want to tell too much because, you know, uh, once again, we don't like to be vulnerable. We don't like to be exposed. And, and I don't want what we're talking about to come back on me. 
But if if my wife is going to truly be uh, uh, beneficial to me, if she's going to truly be a helper to me, then she must know who I am. And the only way she's going to know who I am is if I tell her. Yes, she can pick up some things about you, uh, uh, just watching you, but, but she won't really know who you are unless you tell her. And here's the problem that happens. Here's what happens a lot of times, and this, this is where it gets frustrating because uh, uh, I see it all the time, and I have dealt with it sometimes myself, you know, because I won't tell her what's going on with me or what I need to tell her, she makes her own judgment and then when she tells you who you who she think you are or or what she think you're dealing with then you catch an attitude and you're like i th- i wasn't even thinking that that ain't the problem okay then what is the problem have you been open with her to tell her what's going on We're talking about intimacy now. We're, we're, we're talking about intimacy. I want you to get past the, 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 you know, the, 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 the sex part because that's not intimacy. We're talking about true intimacy. I have, to, I have to be open with her and communicate with her with my mouth what's going on with me. How does she know if I don't communicate? So the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse verse 18, it says, The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Someone say helper. He said, I will make a helper suitable for him. Somebody say suitable. Thank you, God. Suitable for him, which means I'm going to make him someone uh, uh, I'm going to, not someone, I'm going to make him a woman that is suitable for him, that, that will, that will uh, help him, that is, is suitable for what I have for him to do, that is suitable for his destiny, that, that is suitable, that will be supportive of him, that will help him facilitate the plan of God on my life. Now, he says, I will make you a helper. What we have to get, up, get out of our heads is what a helper means. Now, I, I, you know, a lot of times when we talk about the scripture, when I talk about the scripture, I talk about how, you know, I give the illustration of how if you're lifting a couch or you're lifting anything, you need someone who, if they're going to help you, you need someone who is strong as strong as you or stronger than you. And, and so that is true if, you're, if we're talking about that illustration. But, but she, you have to understand that your wife is more than just a helper in the sense of she's, help, she's here to help me take care of the house. She's here to help me keep the house clean. Oh, God. She's here to help me to pay these bills. It's not just in a natural sense. It, it, she's not just here to uh, help me clean the house, to keep the house, to pay the bills, but she's really here. What she was made completely for is for me to reach my goals, to reach my destiny, to be the man of God that, that God has called me to be, to be successful in life. She's supposed to be my helper. So now, how can she help me if, if I'm not open with her and telling her who I am? When was the last time you told your wife what your dreams are? When was the last time you, you told your, your wife what your fears are? Some of us wouldn't have to go through counseling and, 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 and years of counseling if we just learn how to talk, talk to our wife. We wouldn't go through years of misery and, and have all these things floating in our heads if we just learn how to talk. When was the last time you told your wife how you want to be loved? 
When was the last time you told your wife what makes you happy? It's the only time you talk to your wife when you talk about uh, taking care of the kids, uh, with taking care of these bills. Uh, le let me let's talk about sex. What, what, when was the last time you 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 really talked to her about what's really important? You have to be open with her. Some of us need to learn how to trust again. There was a show called Perfect Strangers. I don't know if anybody remember that show. It came on when I was young. I was very young. It, it was a show called Perfect Stra Strangers. I think it came, it came on in the 80s. And so basically what the show was about was this, this man who moved into an apartment and, and uh, a distant cousin from another uh, country came to live with him. And so the whole show is built around uh, this cousin. Uh, his name was Larry. Larry's showing Bouty or Balky or one of those names, showing him the American way, how we do things in America. And they named the show Perfect Strangers. And I was thinking about that. And, and, and what, what came to me is, you know, a lot of times we are married to perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. What do you mean by that? We married someone who we thought we knew. What we know about them is perfect. Oh, she she's she's great, or he's great, got a good job, all this other stuff. Every everything we know about them on the surface is perfect but we don't get down to the nitty gritty. We don't see that other side. We marry perfect strangers. You married someone who, you, 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 you married this woman who you thought was just awesome, or you married this man who you thought was just awesome, and then one day, a month after the marriage, they're crying in the middle of the night, and you're like, where did this come from? Because they're dealing with issues. And so because we, have, we, have, uh, we, we haven't been open, fellas, we haven't been open with our wife, uh, with what's going on with us, we, we, she's married to a perfect stranger. She hasn't seen the real side of us. And then when we show it, she's shocked. And then you're looking at her like, how come you're looking at me like this? And she's like, I didn't notice about you. Because she married a perfect stranger. And so you spend the first five years of your marriage trying to figure out who in the world did I marry? Who, who is this? Because I never took the time to be open. And you're fussing and fighting. Because had no idea who you were. Talking about true intimacy. When, when you're open, you, you, you can't have true intimacy if you don't know, if she doesn't know who you are, if you don't know who she is. And, and here's the thing, here, here's the thing about marriage, what you, what you figure out, you know, as you go on, is the man or woman that you married changes. So now watch this. You married a perfect stranger. You married a, a perfect stranger. And, and, and so now you're shocked to find out who you married. You spent five years trying to figure out who you married, and then right when you think you know them, they change. Because life changes. And so because you never had a grip on 
who they were. Now, now you're always behind the eight ball. Trying to figure out who have I married? I thought you liked chicken. You used to like chicken. Well, I don't like chicken no more. Well, when did you stop liking chicken? Subtle changes. And you're like, but I, you mean to tell me I don't fix you this this perfect meal that I thought was perfect because you told me the last time I checked in that you like chicken. But now you're telling me I don't like chicken. Write this down. Key point. Openness will give your spouse a chance to keep up with you. Openness, hear me, fellas, openness will give your spouse a chance to keep up with you because you change all the time. And so if you, so what I was talking about in the beginning, I was talking about how we're in discovery mode. You know, we, we, we we're in discovery mode or, or some people say I, we're courting, I'm courting her. And so you, you, you were, you didn't mind telling some things about you, but then all of a sudden you shut it off. You don't tell her as much for whatever reason. You don't tell her as much. Well, now, you, you know, in, in order for this, this to be a constant flow, for us to have constant intimacy, for us to really flow together, I need you to keep that line of communication open at all times. If, if we're going to have the intimacy that, that, you desire and that she desires, we need to keep a line of communication all the time. How many people have changed within the last five years? Just the last five years. Something changed about you. Everybody. Now, what, what happens if, what, what, what do you think would happen if you just, you know, you just come home, you don't talk, you just sit there, don't say nothing. All you do is eat dinner. You don't discover nothing. Five years? He's changed in five years. He a kid. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, it, the truth is, we're changing all the time. But yeah, I said five years to give everybody so nobody would lie. But but you changing all the time. All the time. Openness will give your spouse a chance to keep up with you. If you want your wife to really know you, and if you really want to know your wife, you have to keep that line of communication up. Not just talking about bills. Not just talking about what are we going to do with the kids. That's why sometimes, you know, you hear about the empty nest syndrome. You know, you spend all your life raising kids, and y'all good at raising kids. But then when the kids leave, y'all looking at each other like, okay, well, what do we do now? Who are you? Why are you in my bed? Because y'all, oh y'all marriage has become a job. It's no longer a relationship. It has become a job. And your job has been to keep these kids in line, to make sure these kids are successful. But when that job is done, what are you left with? That's why you see people get divorced. 20 years into the marriage. Ten years into the marriage. Sometimes it's not when the kids leave. Sometimes it's when the kids no longer need you like they used to need you. And so now you have this time and and, and you, you, you have this time to really take a breath and look around. And you start noticing things. Because you're no longer focused at the task at hand, you can look at your relationship. 
intimacy. Do you have it? Hmm. So we said intimacy is vulnerability. We said it was openness. And, and here's the last part, sharing. Sharing. I wonder how some Valentine's Day is going to go. Just a question of mine. But, but sharing. So I'm open with you. I'm communicating who I am. Now, now here's sharing. I've gotten to the point, talking to the fellas now, I, I've gotten to the point where I'm vulnerable. I've gotten to the point where I allow you to come in. I've gotten to the point where I now uh, um, tell you what's going on with me. I am, I am communicating with you. I have come a long way. Many men would stop right there and we would just be happy with that and, and their wife would be happy with that because you know you may have not been the best communicator in the beginning, but now you're communicating, now you're talking. But here, here's, here's what sharing is. Sharing is when you now listen to her. Sharing <laughs> is, now, is now when you listen to her. I, I had the achievement of telling you who I am, but now, because I'm sharing, I am now listening to you. Who are you? We're talking about intimacy now. What do you like? How do you like to be held? What are your goals? What are your aspirations? I am in sharing mode. I am sharing my time. I am sharing my heart. I am sharing my ears. As, as much as I don't want to, as hard as it, as, as, as hard as it, seem sometimes because I love you I'm going to listen to you you know what I, I, have, I have found out is that a lot of times women just want to be heard that's all they just want to be heard. Sometimes we give them our time, but we don't give them our attention. Let me say that again. Sometimes we give them our time, but we don't give them our attention. So they're talking, but we don't really hear them. They're expressing themselves, but we don't really see them. Because we're in, and, 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 and we're not trying to be like this. Some of us not trying. Some just don't care. But, but we're not trying to be selfish. It's just that we got so much on our mind, so much on our plate. That we have, we have kind of mentally checked out of the conversation or checked out of the moment. I, I remember I was, you know, I think I went to the van for something and I just had so much on my mind. I'm thinking about the job, you know, I'm going through the van and, and everything else and my wife keep hitting me and I'm just going through the van. She keep hitting me and she looking at me and I'm like, what? You know, wh wh what is it, you know? And so I, I happened to look up. I said, oh, they cleaned the van. <laughs> now, that may not mean, but you must understand the job I had, it was, it was dirty because it was a work van. 
But I didn't even, because my mind was so consumed with other things, consumed with the job, consumed with taking care of the house, consumed what's the next bill to come, consumed with what, what else I need to do, that that I'm, in, I'm literally in the van. I'm not somewhere else. I'm in the van and can't see it because my mind was gone. My mind was somewhere else. And truthfully, I felt so bad and so stupid. I was like, how? I mean, that joker was clean, too, boy. It was clean. Ain't a speck of dust in it. Clean. And I felt so, I was like, oh, my God. How did I not see this? Well, the reason I didn't see it is because I was not mentally there. Now, now, how many times has your wife been talking to you and, and trying to get your attention, but you are so consumed with everything else that you don't see? You don't hear it. I've seen different, different TV, it, it's, it's a lot of times it's sitcoms, but you know, the woman walk in there and she's trying to model in front of her husband and stuff, you know, got on the negligee and all that, is that what they call it, negligee? They got on the negligee and everything else, and so, uh, uh, you know, she's sitting there looking all fancy and stuff, and he come in, you know, he comes in from work, and he's just doing this and fixing him a sandwich and putting his briefcase up, and then he walk in the room, and she's like, all this out here, and you can't see me? Well, that's how we do. So sharing is being selfless and tending to her needs, giving her the attention. And you would be amazed how much you would pick up how much you would learn if you just paid attention. If you allowed her to share your space. Maybe you wouldn't have to max out the credit card getting that tennis bracelet or that jewelry if you just gave her your time. and your attention because that's what she wants maybe you and, and, and I'm not I'm not saying this to be a cheapskate okay don't misunderstand me but but I'm just saying you know you're so busy buying things that you haven't given her what she desires and truthfully <laughs> it's what you desire as well and so when I was talking about the complaints you have, you, you're trying to figure out why this why this relationship isn't going like it used to go. Why why is it you know the 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 love making like it used to be? It's because there's a disconnect. And again, you you don't know what it is. You keep saying she just won't act right. It, it's not that she's not acting right. It's just there's a disconnect. There's no true intimacy. The power. There's no true intimacy. And see, that's why you can, you can, that's why you, when you have an affair, you, you know what happens when you have an affair? I'm getting ready to close. You know what happens when you have an affair? When you have an affair, you go back in discovery mode. Because you make it all about that woman. Now you want to see who she is. If you just took the time to talk to your wife, spend time with your wife the way you do with this other girl, you wouldn't have the issue. Now, I'm not saying anybody's having an affair, okay? But, but that's, that's what happens with affairs. And, and so that that woman uh, that woman provides what she was looking for, because she's discovering you too. She wants to know about you too, and that's what you wanted. You wanted someone you could, could quote unquote connect with. 
And you're saying to yourself, I don't know. It's just something about her. We seem to connect on a different level. It, 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 you're not connected on a different level. You're just connected. Because you took the time to do it. You, you, you got things on the line. You, you, you know, you, you. <laughs> You 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 just you ain't got time to waste, so you got things on. You got to really understand who you you. There got to be a, a a trust, so so you build this relationship. And you say, my wife ain't never, I ain't never been like this. With my wife, yes, you were. In the beginning, when you made the time. And so I, I said this night. I actually got this from, or this title from talking to someone, but it, it fits tonight because, as I said, we're getting ready to go into celebrate Valentine's Day. And as you're celebrating Valentine's Day, and you're planning this wonderful night or this wonderful day, Don't forget to do what's needed. The thing that she really wants. And that is intimacy. I promise you, if you have true intimacy, the day will go a whole lot better. If you have true intimacy, your marriage will be a whole lot better. Your, your relationship will be a whole lot better. And, and, and here's the thing. Some that has been, ha has been dating a while, one, two, three years, and you were gung-ho about it, now you're having, you're having doubts like, okay, mm, it ain't like it used to be. Well, do you pursue her like you used to? If you really take this seriously, somebody might be married in the next month or so. Because you're 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 taking time to rediscover who she is and put yourself out there. Amen. 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 This is just men's talk. This is just discussion. We just talking. But I hope that you got something out of this. Amen. I, I hope that it make you think. You know, we want to build. You ain't talking about Jesus or nothing. Well, no. We need to build strong homes so we can build strong kingdoms. Let me say that again. We need to build strong homes so we can build strong kingdoms. I, I, I bet you can be a lot more useful for God if you ain't stressed at the house. Amen. So thank you for joining us on tonight. I hope this has been beneficial for you. I hope you got something out of it. Join us on Sunday. Uh, uh, 10 o'clock, where we will be having our regular service. Listen, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, let me know. Uh, uh, you know, if if it's if it's something else, you know, because I I, I want to start doing this uh, at least once a month. I I, I really want to do it more than that, but I'm gonna start off with at least once a month. If there's something that you want to talk about or you want to hear about. Let us know, and uh, we'll be glad to do it. Um, also, we have um, something coming up on, what date is that? February, what, what's February 18th, we'll be doing another Friday night, and it's going to be geared towards the youth. Hallelujah. We're going to have something for the youth and, uh, you know, just sharing some information and, uh, um, you know, it's time that we get our youth back. Amen. Amen. I, I know a lot of times, you know, we, we have church and, and, and sometimes I think we forget about our youth in church uh, to where we don't really forget about, you know, coming in with the jeans. The jeans are good and, and you know, whatever you want to call it, the swag or what they call it, drip now. Whatever that may be, all that's good. But if we're not saying anything that will pique their interest, 
we've already lost the battle. So on February 18th, we'll be, we will be having um, um, uh, an open discussion or, uh, or talk with the youth. You heard what it, what it is. It's youth getting sturdy. Amen. So tune in February 18th. That is next week. Amen. But until Sunday, we love you. Uh, hope you have a good night. Hope that. So, fellas, tell me, did I bless you? Did I help you? Is there a lady out there that would say, oh, my God, I'm so glad there's somebody that understands what I need, what I desire. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us on tonight. I hope that that word really did bless you. I hope that it did help you. Hopefully we brought some uh, some couples together, brought them closer together, or, or, or maybe uh, I was able to say something that your husband wants to say that he doesn't know how to articulate. Or maybe I said something that you were maybe a little afraid to say to your husband. And so uh, I just hope that this word has blessed you. The main goal is to build kingdom families. And the only way we can build kingdom families is if we stay together. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. I plan to release more content like what you heard tonight. And we actually have another service coming up real soon. So be tuning in, be listening. And until I talk to you again, you all be blessed.